0: But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy, because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Elliot, did you make it
1: in today? Any yeah. trees blocking the road? There was a few. But uh, man, it just to not uh, get stuck by them. Four-wheel drive always helps.
0: See, I had a reason I'd come to work yesterday. I was going to just take the day off, work from home, but then I found out our whole building was out with power in Glenview. So you didn't go? No, I worked from home, which meant vacuuming the carpet,
1: cleaning up, getting stuff ready. Now, how much do you bill for vacuuming? You know, I could be interested if your rates are reasonable.
0: I don't know. My wife says a homemaker should get paid about $150,000 a year for all the work she does, but I said, but some homemakers, the way they take care of their home, they should get fired. Yeah, that's between you and the, the little woman. I I won't go there. Elliot, what is your website again for people who are listening who want to take a look at the pictures of the beautiful women you have and read some of your articles? It's elliotharris.com.
1: That's E-L-L-I-O-T-T-H-A-R-R-I-S.com. At the moment, unfortunately, it's down for maintenance, but hopefully in uh, the next few hours it will be back up. Did the lightning hit it? I'm not sure what exactly did it. All I know is it. It's not functioning, and the, the guy who handles the, the technical part of it is feverishly working to, to figure out what happened, whether Did was someone give you a virus or something, w- whether it was lightning or a hacker from the Ukraine or someplace, but uh, it'll be back up and running shortly. I know our guest in the studio, she's been on your uh, website a couple times. Yes, indeed. Vicki Counts. figure competitor. Recent participant in the NPC Junior Nationals in Rosemont and winner of a pro card.
2: Yes, sir.
1: And that was IFBB, which Mm -hmm. stands for what?
2: The International Federation of Bodybuilding.
1: Okay but you're, you're not the bodybuilding competitor. No, 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 those, no, no. Those people have muscles on muscles, and I can't tell the difference between the men and the women in that category.
2: Right, right. No, there's a, a breakdown. There are um, figure competitors, there are fitness competitors, women bodybuilders, uh, men bodybuilder, um, as well as bikini was just added a couple of years ago, and actually a new category was just added this year, uh, men and women physique.
1: Now, wh- what is men and women's physique? I'm, 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 I'm familiar with the, the fitness, which is all the exercise and, and the figure, but, uh, and I know, certainly know the bikini part right. of the program, but physique, what is that exactly?
2: Yeah, physique, um, what I can tell, a few years back, I would probably say about five to seven years back, Figure used to be a, almost like a miniature bodybuilder, a little toned down. Um, they've gotten away from that where a figure competitor is a little bit more feminine, more curvy, but still carry muscle. Uh, then you have the extreme where you have the female bodybuilders who are very muscular. And so they, they are trying to get away from being really muscular and masculine, so they created women physique. Um, it's a harder, it's a, it's for more like women who are figure but carry a little bit more muscle than what they want for figure. And it looks a little bit more feminine than, probably carry a
1: little less testosterone too. (laughs) Yes, most definitely. (laughs) Now, how, how do you go about winning a pro card? That that's a select group that Correct. only gets that.
2: Correct. Um first of all you have to compete in a uh with the N P C the National Physique Committee, uh and you have to qualify for national uh status, meaning in those uh local shows, uh regional and or state shows uh that are deemed national qualified shows, you have to place either uh, first, second, or third in your category. And then at that time, you are deemed eligible for uh, national stage, in which you have one year to compete on the national stage. Uh, once at the national stage, um, it depends on what show that you're doing, how you obtain your pro card. There are some shows such as the Junior USA's that um, ac- um, happened in May. Um, there are six figure, um, breakdown categories, but there were only two pro cards available. So in that show, even though if you may have won first in your category, you don't turn pro, uh, they're only the top two spots. Uh, Here at the Junior Nationals, there are six categories again, but there are only four pro cards there.
1: So David and I couldn't have just shown up last (laughs) week in (laughs) Rosemont and say, we want to participate? No. No, okay. So that was a select group.
2: <laughs> yes, most definitely. Usually your national shows are usually the creme de la creme
0: in you, the sport. Can you earn a living full time doing this?
2: Uh, Some people can, most definitely. Some people can. Um, Some people use this as a a catapult. um, As some people already have degrees in fitness, they are trainers, uh, calisthenics. So um, they are represented by some supplement companies, things of that nature. They put out DVDs. They start having seminars and stuff. So uh, going to fitness modeling. So you definitely could make a living out of this. Now,
1: one of the women who helps you from time to time Alicia Harris. Yes. Uh, not only as a contestant but she trained a, a little bit and she also was working uh what was the Optimum Nutrition yes. booth so yes. yes, she
2: yes. She, did,
1: she didn't have to do any of the heavy lifting that you participants right, did. Right, right,
2: right. She's already uh IFBB pro. Um Alicia's been um pro for about Three to four years, and she does quite well. Uh, last year, the Olympia, which is the ultimate big competition, um, she placed sixth, which is awesome. So basically, it's sixth in the world uh, figure is where she plays. So she's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, because I saw her at the Arnold where she had competed in March, and then she was going off to Australia and yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. It's like,
2: okay, <laughs> I guess there must
0: be some money in it somewhere. Yes, among
2: most them. definitely.
0: Arnold's in Austria, I think, now, right? (laughs) Now he is in The different Arnold. Name for him. Uh,
1: Some people do what you do, competing-wise, as uh, an adjunct to their life. You know, they're trainers and things like that. Right. This is... More than a hobby, but it's not your full-time
2: job, correct? That is so correct. So what are you in the real world? In the real world, by daytime, I am a family nurse practitioner, and by night, I am a critical care registered nurse.
1: So where do you have time to to, <laughs> to put, in, out. put in the workout?
2: Trust me, my coworkers think I am so crazy. I will get off from working a night shift, and I will go work out. Um, I have one coworker who has now gotten me into running And actually, while driving here, she sent me a text and was like, do you want to go run in the a.m.? That's when we get off. It's after working the 12-hour shift. So we're going to go run on the nice lake front. So where do you work
0: at night? What hospital?
2: I work at Rush Medical uh, Center.
0: Oh, so you probably see some of the White Sox and bull players come in.
2: Well, not on my unit. They don't want to be on my unit. What's your unit? (laughs) My unit is the Critical Care Heart Unit, CCU. So they definitely don't want to be on my <laughs> <unit>. <laughs> They're not doing quite well if they're on my yard. I know.
0: Carlos Boozer showed a lack of heart. He should have been in there during the playoffs. <laughs> easy, <Yeah>. easy.
2: <laughs> right. But, yeah.
1: So now that you have the pro card, where do you go from there?
2: Um. First of all, I'm still trying to let this settle that this has actually happened. This is something that I had strived for. I actually... Thought I had retired, I I quit competing for about a year or so, but actually a year and a half. I totally quit competing and kept saying I I was giving it up, uh, and I stepped back on stage. And um, the results last year were really great, so I just you know continued and pursued it. Um, I would really like to compete on the professional stage. Um, I start looking at the schedule and I may make my uh, make my date uh, pro debu- debut debut um, October at the Houston Pro.
0: And you're a big football fan, you were saying before. I
2: am. I am. I love the Dallas Cowboys. I know on paper they were supposed to have this awesome team, and they (laughs) did not do well, but I am a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. Do
0: you play any football? Uh,
2: In high school. In uh, college, we had flag football, so I played a little of that. Actually, Alicia Harris plays flag football in addition to that during the summertime. Yeah, they have some co-ed flag football, so she does that as well.
1: (laughs) So being from Fort Worth, Texas, you didn't have any
0: choice as to what team you were going to root for, did
2: you? (laughs) Not too much. My parents are definitely diehard fans.
0: So how do you determine if you're a Cowboy fan or back in the day an Oilers fan or now a Texan fan if you're from Texas? Is it geographically, like you in Chicago, south side and north side?
2: More geographically, because I'm from Fort Worth, Texas, so I'm right there by Dallas. So naturally, Dallas Carpenter. That's America's team. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell from last year, but you know. Okay.
1: So how did you get into this fitness world or figure world?
2: Believe right. it or not, my best friend, um, she knew that I liked to work out and um she, I knew about the fitness girls, but I knew I was not going to be able to do any acrobats or anything of that nature. And we have a mutual friend um, that was going to be competing, so she told me about a show. So I got online, uh, start researching on bodybuilding.com, trying to understand how to get ready for a show. And I jumped right into a, a show, uh, you know, not knowing what to expect. But it was such an awesome experience, I got hooked.
1: So you think you'll stay at the figure level? You're not going to try to say, okay, I, I think I can do these fitness routines. <laughs> Is that too much work?
2: That's too much work. Uh, you know, uh, just, uh, but when I said I was retired during that time, I actually, uh, had a stress fracture, my bones.
0: Well, that's a good <laughs> reason to, to, say, to retire. Right, right.
2: I had a stress fracture just from running. So, uh, I don't think I want to do any routines. Okay. Now you started competing in, the junior nationals in 05 that sound right i did so i this, actually this started has
1: been a, a journey
2: yeah to be honest i started quite early but i didn't take it serious i mean back then it was straight up a hobby i did you know it was just something to do a lot of fun and around 07 it dawned on me i was like you know what i'm able to qualify for a national stage Let's go ahead and be serious and and take this to the next level, so at that time, that's when I did hire a trainer at that time to train for a show.
0: What does your training consist of?
2: uh diet is so important. I will say that is almost like eighty five percent of it, so eating my meals uh doing my cardio and doing my weight, so I definitely do um weight training along with cardio,
0: so you stay off Taylor Street. <laughs>
2: Yes. It's the hardest <laughs> thing being a nurse. <laughs> but my coworkers are so supportive. They know not to ask me about ordering out or anything when I'm at work, when I'm on my diet.
1: They don't bring you bags of chips and things like that.
2: <laughs> nope, nope. They're so supportive. No pasta? No pasta. None of the fun food. No carbs, huh? <laughs> yeah, very little carbs. Just my nice little oatmeal. <laughs>
1: mm. Is it at least flavored?
2: No. Uh, I flavor with cinnamon. Oh, cinnamon's good. Yeah, some cinnamon and some Splenda, and I'm happy.
0: Do they do any drug testing these events, making sure people aren't using steroids?
2: Not at all events. No, sir. Uh, There are certain um, events that are deemed natural in which they do do random drug testing. Um, So it's supposed to be, but there is no active drug testing unless it's deemed a natural show, and then there's random drug testing done.
1: Okay. Now you're in your 30s. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of the more successful women are in their 30s or older. Is there some advantage to all that as opposed to being, you know, a a 20-something?
2: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. You start to as a woman, you start to gain muscle maturity after you turn 30. I never forget. I was wanting to to turn 30 so I can get that muscle maturity and get that muscle memory. So uh, definitely um, it is advantage being a little older.
0: Okay. What about if you're Betty White's
2: age? (laughs) Know about that that would be the masters right. division right yeah i think you might have a little atrophy at that time.
1: now of the bikini girls 10 age wise to skew a little younger
2: yes yeah they they have are have hard
1: bodies and all that stuff yeah yeah
2: they're, they're, they're they they seem to be more of a, a younger group um the bikini girls uh those are i think i see more of those girls who don't necessarily want to have any muscle they want the nice flat abs toned abs but not the muscle part of it. Now it'll be
1: interesting to see if, like, the bi- some of these bikini g- girls who are successful think, okay, maybe I can add a little muscle and, and, and move up to the figure competition. I, right. You know.
2: Right. And you've actually, I've, you've actually seen some figure competitors that have actually moved down to bikini. They, they
1: stop the training mm-hmm. to, to provide that muscularity. Yes. And, Yes. To say okay,
2: yes uh Sonia Gonzalez uh, she turned uh, figure pro and uh, did that for a while and did pretty well and then when her placing start going down and they created a bikini she actually jumped in bikini and she did quite awesome last year she actually won uh the Olympia bikini. Wow yeah
0: are guys afraid to talk to you because they think you could take them on <laughs> I mean not you I'm saying. yeah, the models, the, yeah some athletes. people
2: some people they some some guys are intimidated. They, some of them are. Some of them are fascinated. Some of them are intimidated. So it just depends. But then when people actually see me in person and actually see my small stature, they're like, you're not as big I, as you look on I, your
1: I person. could handle that.
2: <laughs> right. Now, now, this
1: year, there seemed to be a lot of successful African-American competitors. Yes. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like on the, the stage for winners at one point, it was entirely African-American? Yes.
2: That was the first in history. That was actually history that was made at Junior Nationals that has never been seen before. So it was pretty awesome to be a part of that. Um, We were backstage, you know, when they kept going through the categories and we were talking to the expediters. We just could not believe what we were seeing.
0: Is there a reason for that?
2: No, not to my knowledge, no. There's there's no reason for
0: it. I don't know if they were trying to recruit certain areas or
2: not. No, no, actually. And when I look at the mix of girls, it's about the same ratio that it's been throughout the years. You know, um, definitely as an African-American, we still are a minority in the figure uh, realm of things. So it's it wasn't an increased number of us at all. So I don't know what happened, but it was interesting. It you was- going to
0: watch those Russians? <laughs> aren't they known for the bodybuilding, the Russian men and
2: yeah, the they German are. women? Yes, the German women, yeah. And they usually, um, you know. We call them women. <laughs> yeah. And they usually have a harder, they carry more muscle in general. They usually have a harder look.
0: So stay away from Helga? <laughs> yeah. Who, who may end up being
1: Herman or somebody at some point down the road. You've seen some of those uh, East Germans from uh, the Olympics in the, uh, the 70s and 80s. And
0: it's like, okay. <laughs> nice meeting you, sir.
2: <laughs> is there Olympic competitions for this? No, it's not. No, it's not. Is
0: there any talk of it being part of the Olympics?
2: You know, what? I've never heard of it being a talk. They've always always been kind of separate from that.
0: With all with all the
1: subjectivity, with all the politics that's involved yeah. in, in this enterprise, can you imagine what it would be like on the Olympic level? All the payoffs that people would be...
0: Oh, uh, yeah,
2: it would be horrible. Right. Yeah, it would be horrible.
0: So how was the Arnold this year?
2: Uh the Arnold was nice. I actually uh went to um support Alicia as she com- as she competed. Um, really nice competition. Um it's always interesting to see what they're going for, what look they're going for. So it's always different, especially as a figure competitor. You're not quite sure what they're looking for.
1: I was gonna say you can look the same way from uh show to show and place high, low in between. It's like there doesn't seem to be a standard that you can say, okay, this is what I need to do.
2: Mm -hmm. And that's the hard part of being a figure competitor. There's always that gray. Um, They usually try to look at symmetry, your lines, things of that nature. But then, too, you can come in with the same physique, but Suzy Q may not have been at the show that you place higher in, and Suzy Q comes out of nowhere and blows you out the water. (laughs) Because it is, you know, a subjective sport, I mean, it, Once you have judging, you know. Yeah, it's it's it, it is what it is. So you know that's another thing you have to be confident and happy with the package that you bring to the stage.
1: Okay. Now, is there a a part of your body that you concentrate more on than others?
2: My quads, they're naturally more muscular, so I concentrate on trying to keep them lean. <laughs> Not keep them from
1: being too muscular Yeah,
2: keep them from being too muscular Yeah, most definitely So I stay away from a lot of uh, leg exercises now Which can be a, a good thing
0: <laughs> But with running, isn't that a lot of leg exercise? It
2: is So when I get closer to a show to running I mean, closer to a show I cut my running out I totally stop running And at that time, I'm just doing walking okay. So after
1: the Junior Nationals What was your first pig out food?
2: You all will not believe. This is so sad. My friends took too long to decide where they were going out to eat, and I decided to just head back home, and I went to Taco Bell. And got myself a bean burrito and had some chips and salsa that were already at home. And I sat home and watched The Bride of Frankenstein <laughs> with, my, with my dog. <laughs> was
0: that Spangoolie?
2: Yes, it was. All it was right. Spangoolie.
1: <laughs> Ellie had a picture of Spangoolie in the paper sure. the other day. <laughs> he, he was at PCW Wrestling the uh, the other day. Yeah,
2: so that's what I did. That was my first thing. So did it taste good at least? It did. the The thing that I wanted the most was the chips and salsa. I was so happy. That's all I wanted was chips and salsa.
1: So you could have had the salsa, you just couldn't have had the, the chips, chips, right? Right.
2: So to be honest with you, while I was on my diet, I would actually, and people think I'm crazy, would use a rice cake and dip it in my salsa, and that was satisfying for me.
1: And that works? <laughs> it works. You could do rice cakes can substitute for
0: for Yeah. Chi- they don't use real meat with Taco Bell, do they? <laughs>
1: I don't know. You're looking for a, a slander suit right. coming your way, don't you? Did you hear
0: the big article in the paper? We yeah. use real meat. Right, right. If right. someone insinuated they didn't?
2: Right. But that's why I said bean burrito.
0: Bean burrito. <laughs> okay. well, beans are good for you, right?
1: Yes. It's all that other stuff they put in right, it, though. Right, right, right. The refried portion right, of the exactly. program that's exactly. not so good. So, after competing, mm-hmm. life returns to... Normalcy? Oh you're, you're, my God! Or do you still have to watch your diet all the time?
2: Well, um, I try to eat clean as possible, but if I want something, I'm gonna go ahead and have it. I don't pig out on it, so life is is to it's it's pretty much normal. But um, I still kind of watch what I eat just because I am a cardiac nurse. So I'm not trying to just shove down a whole bunch of stuff that I shouldn't be eating anyway. So <laughs>
0: you, you know what you should be eating.
2: Exactly. I exactly. want to thank
0: you very much for coming in, Vicki. It was a pleasure talking to you. And good luck with your fun job and your real job.
2: <laughs> thank you so much. I won't so say much.
0: which is which. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep her out of trouble that right. way. Right.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And good luck. That was Vicki Counts, who is an IFBB pro figure athlete, nurse practitioner, works in the emergency room. So if you get any chest pains, go see her. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Sports and Torts. I'm David Spada with Sun-Times columnist Elliot Harris. Stay tuned.